United Kingdom, we're coming your way for some live shows. September 21st in Edinburgh, Scotland on a Wednesday. Hot show happening. TCGT.com slash live. I know I said before that tickets were on sale and they weren't on sale yet. By now. They might be. They probably still aren't, but check later this week. And we'll tweet about it and Facebook about it and all that. But if you're like, oh, I got to buy tickets right now for something, anything, you can buy tickets to our London shows, which are part of the London Podcast Festival, which is going on uh, the 21st to the 25th, I believe. Yeah, the 22nd. It's at King's Place. It's a great it's at place. King's Place. We, with the important information is that our shows are what night, Sam? The, uh, Friday the 23rd and Saturday the 24th. Tickets are on sale there. Also, tcgtv.com slash live. A lot of great podcasts happening that, that weekend, though. Yeah, so go check out all of yeah. it. But you can get a link to all that stuff at tcgte.com slash live. Yes. Wait, or tour. Tour slash tour. <laughs> we'll see you there. tcgte.com slash tour slash tour. Welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm your host, Tom. I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing on this hot Friday? Tom, I am pumped. There's a whole, there's like a heat wave, like a worldwide heat wave. I didn't know that could happen. Yeah, me neither, but... Yeah, uh, I always of, thought at least half the planet was uh, turned towards space. Ice cold. Yeah. I think that just means nighttime. Oh, hmm. Interesting. It does get colder at nighttime. That's true. Because the sun goes out? What happens? <laughs> That's part of it, yeah. I'm no Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. But I do know this. Uh-huh. At night, the sun <laughs> burns out for a little while before yeah. it's reignited by the hey. rising phoenix the even very the, next morning. Even the sun's got to sleep. Hey, look, does it make any sense that it's going to be on fire all the time without yeah, going come out? Come on. It's got to burn out. Then somebody's got to come fill it back up with gas. Yeah. Jesus, guys, get gasoline, right? That's what the sun's full of gasoline, gasoline, uh, and oh. ethanol. A lot of ethanol time. on old rags and newspapers. That's not true. That's where we send all of our old rags and newspapers. <laughs> we should, Tom. I know I bring this up a lot. <laughs> oh, God, and I'm waiting because I think uh, President Trump is going to be just the man to do this. Uh huh. Send all the garbage into space, shoot all our garbage into space. You need to like get a meeting with Elon Musk or something. I feel like he, he you might be able to get him on board with this idea. I think so. Yeah, I, you know what? He's always shooting up rockets. Be like, hey, buddy. Next time you're shooting up one of those empty rockets, how about you put a little garbage in it? If you don't want that, Tom, uh-huh. what about some sort of uh, slingshot system? You can't slingshot something into space. Why not? Because it requires too much energy to get into space. Do you see the guy who slingshotted himself and then uh, uh, had a uh, parachute? No. It's uh, pretty only awesome. You, you and you you pound like a, a Mountain Dew code red and you're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm gonna watch some YouTube videos of a man slingshotting yeah, himself. Yeah, and I'm like, sick. Bro. Um no, uh here's here's the plan and I'll I'll oh, I'll I'll do a, an Elon Musk. I'll I'll kinda just open source the plans uh-huh. here. So <laughs> any of you guys wanna try this. Right. Dig a very, very, very deep hole. Mm-hmm. Then you get like some sort of uh, rubbery material, uh, like a rubber band. <laughs> yeah, but it's got to be it's got to be big enough. Right, right, rubbery material. Because <laughs> you say rubber band, people uh-huh. are like, "Oh, look at Staples." No, this can't be bought at Staples. Okay, and it's like a two hundred foot hole okay. or like a ten thousand. Now, now why does it have to be a hole instead of putting the 
putting two big uh, like sticks up in the sky. Because how are you going to build those big sticks, oh, Tom? Good thing. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think of that. And then maintaining the sticks? Yeah, it's much easier to maintain gets, a hole. If it gets windy, those sticks are just going to blow right over. Yeah. Well, what if it rains, though, and the hole fills up with water? Oh, no. Well, anyway, here's why, Tom. Because mm-hmm. it needs to be surface level because uh, you're going to lay down a tarp. Mm-hmm. And you're going to put all your garbage on that, over the hole, okay. right? Okay, uh-huh. And then you're going to attach a very heavy boulder <laughs> to the bottom of it. It's just going to spread the garbage all over the place. It's pull it down, uh-huh. and uh, also on the sides of all the of the tarp, it's an adhesive material. Okay. So when it's all the way down... So all the garbage sticks to it? Yeah, and uh, when it's all the way down, it's going to like ball up. Mm-hmm. You have some poor, sh- poor <laughs> schmuck at the bottom who has to cut the thing uh, that's holding the boulder to the bottom of the thing. Uh-huh. Shoots up into space. Not so, our problem so there's, anymore. There's uh, the the thing holding this, the holding the, the slingshot that can shoot into space is thin enough that it could be cut by a man with scissors. I mean, he might have like uh, garden shears. Okay, it sounds sounds. Or maybe like a chainsaw, even. Oh well, now you're talking. Yeah. Well, the, but another reason: don't hide that all the way down the hole. People want to see that. Eh, you know what? If you have enough, uh, you gotta leave a little something to the imagination. Yeah, and then once you know, once you get a few years into this, you get the revenue of uh, mm-hmm. disposing of people. Then you build a second hole next to it. It's an observation hole. You make it out of glass. The whole hole? No, just the bottom. Tom, come on. Now you're now you're just being willfully ignorant. <laughs> you're being obtuse. Uh, how are you doing this week besides that, Tim? Tom, yeah. I'm having the summer of my life. Really? You can I name three things that I've done in the past week? Sure. Number one. Uh-huh. I went to a laser tag place. <gasps> what? Why didn't you invite me? Because you weren't invited, Tom. Why it, wasn't it, I invited? It wasn't for you. <laughs> Who is it for? It was for my... my uh, I can't talk about oh. it. Secret so laser we, tag's even more enticing. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an unseemly group. <laughs> okay, I see. I, I, I've agreed a, not to talk about uh, it. A laser but, tag key party? Uh... You know, it's uh That might have been an element of it. Man, that would be a good place for swingers, right? A laser tag place? Yeah. There's a lot of crevices. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot of things that you could duck behind and you know. I don't think have the, some I don't think the point of a swingers party is having privacy, Tim. <sighs> Who knows, Tom? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, you win did laser tag. Yeah. Uh number two, I uh I I went to a cat cafe. You know what? I saw your Instagram of that, and I I forgot to ask more questions. Why did you go to a cat cafe? I don't know. I hate cats. Yeah. But you know what? It was for- But you a, love cafes. It's for a friend's birthday. Okay. It was it was uh, fine. You want to know what the one weird thing about this cat cafe? <laughs> and what's that? Not Not that many cats. Really? Yeah, it was like a, it was like the size of a regular cafe. Mm-hmm. We were not served any food or drink, which made me happy. Right? Aren't you not allowed to eat if they're animals? Yeah, so we had to sign. Or a, not? Not that we had you're to not... sign a bunch of waivers to be I around mean... like nine cats. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be like a like a ball pit full of cats, where yeah. you just kind of like you know swim through uh, yeah. all these felines. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. 
But yeah. it was just nine cats. Now, were the yeah, cats... Yeah, most of them were just sleeping, didn't yeah. want to be bothered. I was going to say, like, uh, how do they guarantee that the cats will want anything to do with you? They guarantee nothing. No. In fact, they're kind of mad that you're there. The the people that <laughs> no, work there. No, not the cats. No, the, well, I, I mean, would understand the cats. They didn't sign up for this. Yeah, the cats are also mad at the world because they're, yeah, they're cats and... They're, they got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, and now they they're a uh, few of the handful of cats in the world that have to work. Yeah, I mean they don't have to work though. That's the thing. Mm. Everything we kept being reminded, like, well, don't like look at the cats. Funny. <laughs> don't look at the cats. Yeah, I basically just sat on a couch. Like it was like being at somebody's apartment who has cats. Yeah, yeah. It was fine. Okay. Some of them would drink the water. That was kind of cute. <laughs> uh-huh. One of them had his tail shaved like a lion. Uh, was that the one you posted the picture of on yeah. Instagram? Yeah. And I was like, wow, that one's cool. It's uh, like, Stop then, looking at it. And they were like, oh, yeah, it, it was very sick. We had to <laughs> shave it. Oh, come on. Don't don't put yeah, sick cats in here. Like, come on. God, catch something. I'm going to come was, back with kennel cough. It was sick and we had to shave it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know <laughs> how right. cat care works, man. Yeah. Uh, that was, doesn't happen with uh, like people. It's not like uh, like oh yeah, I had a bad cold, so I had to shave everything yeah. off. Um, yeah, uh, it was it was a weird scene. Okay, I liked it. Um, <laughs> it was a weird scene. I liked it. I'm going. It there, was but... fine. It was chill. Here's the thing. Uh, the best like if you're not a dog person, mm-hmm. and they were like, we're gonna go to this place. It's a room with ten dogs in it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be mayhem. That's your nightmare, right? Like, oh, if you're right, not a do- yeah. dog person. If you're me, you're like, oh, great. Oh, no, it's uh, going to be great. And and uh, and guess what? The dogs are going to be just as into this as exactly. I Exactly. But, like, you could have, like, you could have blindfolded me, and I would have not known anything was up in this room. Okay. So, if you if you want to bring, if oh, you really uh, want to go to a cat cafe, mm-hmm. and somebody really doesn't want to, just put a blindfold on them. They won't be, they'll be none the wiser. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Good life hack. And what was the third thing? Um, I don't remember. I went to <laughs> I went to the beach. Okay. Was I, that the third thing or no? Yeah, I went to the beach a, a while ago. Um, I just found out uh, I still have sand in my shoes. Yeah, you got sand all over my couch. <laughs> yeah, it's because I uh, took my tootsies out of my <laughs> my, my <laughs> shoes. Yeah, shook them out where you uh, where I sit. Try to relax. Yeah. yeah, where I try and do all my relaxing. Sorry about that, Tom. <sighs> yeah. How's your summer going? Uh, I, I feel like this is a good point. It's it's mid July. It's mm-hmm. a good point for a, a summertime check in. Uh, summertime check in. Summertime, summertime, summertime check in. Yep. Um, uh, I don't know. It's going all right. It's hot. I have to like change multiple times a day. Yeah, you. I thought you loved the summer. I do love the summer, but I need. I mean, and I've said this multiple times too. I need to do what Spider Man does, which is keep like uh, clothes hidden all around the city. Yeah. I mean, that's the only uh, smart thing to do. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's the only smart thing Spider-Man ever did. You know what you could do? What's that? And this is a feasible version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a gym membership with yeah, multiple locations. That's true. Just keep a locker full of clothes in all the different gyms. No, nah, but they cut the locks and uh, if there's a lock on there Oh, I went long. to a public pool. That was the thing. Oh, okay. That's weird. They have cops in the locker room watching you undress and then they spray you with a hose. They spray you with a hose? Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, because you're supposed to uh, take a shower before going in. Right. And then I guess, like, I took a shower before Uh going in because, you know, people are filthy. I appreciate that in a public pool. And then, uh, then as you're walking out, 
they kind of don't believe that you took a shower, and they just like hose you down real quick. What? Yeah. Why, why is that the cop's job? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, that's not as far as cop tasks. Uh-huh. That's not so bad. Shooting a shooting a. Uh, a and I'm not talking about the bad the bad times that cops shot uh, hoses at right, right i'm talking about at the public pool right. where you have a garden hose and it, the water was warm which was kind of like how do you get warm water out of a garden hose nah. something's not right here right well i don't like any yeah. of this uh yeah that's weird uh, it seems like they don't need a person to do that they could just make uh, like a waterfall you have to walk through yeah well they also have to frisk you Oh, okay. For firearms and other weapons, I guess. Wow. So going to a public pool sounds like a lot of fun. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, <laughs> I imagine a lot like prison. There's, <laughs> there's <laughs> authority figures watching you undress. Yeah. Making you shower and, and frisking you down all the time. How much did it cost to go to the public pool? Free. Oh, wow. Free of charge. Oh, I can't beat that then. Yeah, I think the way they they uh, they charge the cops. Uh, oh. Who want a show? Oh, oh, okay. So they get uh, pervert cops in there, and yeah, uh, cops who just like uh, you know, like uh, water fights, water yeah. gun fights. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, everybody wins. It's a win-win. Summertime fun. Tom, this is very important. This was this is why I brought up the public pool, and I totally forgot. Okay. So there, another one of the cops' jobs mm-hmm. in the locker room mm-hmm. was to, and I don't know if anyone <laughs> gave him this job. Now, Tim, are you sure this was a cop before you he say was, He was more. a fully uniformed member of the NYPD. Okay. And so what he would do is he'd go around and try to pop all the locks on the lockers because you had to bring your own lock. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he'd go and try to break the locks because a lot of people had weak locks. Mm-hmm. So he'd break the, and if he could break a lock off, yeah, he would take that lock mm-hmm. and then put one of those like uh, zip ties, yeah, yeah, to keep the thing the closed. lock closed, uh, keep the, the lock closed, closed. Mm-hmm. right? So this was ostensibly so that, uh, so a bad guy didn't do it and steal everything, right? Mm-hmm. But if you went back to your locker, yeah. and saw that your lock had been smashed by uh, uh, an officer of the law uh-huh. and taken, uh-huh. and there was a zip tie, you just then walked up to the police officer and said, hi, that's my locker, and he would cut open the, the, zip, tie. the zip tie, Yeah, and you could just take whatever's in it. But like you didn't, you, there was no way to prove that that was yours. Yeah. So he's making it easier for people to steal things because you could just walk in there. Be like, hey, uh, that one like, with oh, the zip this tie, one right mine. here. Yeah, exactly, because a bunch of them were zip tied. Whereas he maintained a presence mm-hmm. in the locker room the whole time. Couldn't he just watch and see if people were trying to break locks? Yeah. And then tell them to stop? Yeah. It's a system that didn't make any sense. Well, I uh, feel like he was just pissed off that he didn't get to be on hose duty. <laughs> they you know, they got to rotate him. I don't you know, know. You think that guy's working a 12-hour shift on he the might hose? Be, uh, yeah. Um, he might be a senior, uh, you know, that's what hoser. you do. Hoser. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would be mad about that because I might use a cheap lock if I don't have much that I care about in there in the first place. Yeah, and then you just broke my $3 lock. Yeah, and it's like, oh, all I had in there was, uh, I don't know, uh, some bubble gum that I was hoping to enjoy after my swim in the pool. Thanks a lot. Tom, I got swindled at this pool because also 
uh, they, uh, as they were letting me in, they were mm-hmm. like, let me see your lock. Right before they'd let me into the, they were very concerned about these locks. And and I uh, and I was like, "Here's my lock." And they're like, "Can't use it. You can't come in." And I was like, "Why?" They're like, "It's too cheap. Uh-huh. People pop these locks all the time." It's like, "Oh, you mean the police officer?" And they're like, "Just walk over to that table. Sell me a fifteen dollar lock." Oh, that's how they get you. I said to do that. What would they sell you? A master lock? Uh, it, it was some. It was some master lock knockoff. Oh, they're selling you a knockoff. Yeah. You're- and the cop was still, I saw him b- pop one of those locks. <laughs> oh, man, that's a pretty good scam. Sell you a lock, and then they break it. And, and then like, they just take it. Yeah. Break it and take it. And yeah, they probably they pro- sell it, put yeah, it, sell put it, it back the in that package. Ugh. Well, anyway, I'm very glad uh, we got that important addendum to the first segment. Tim, this week we're talking about a topic that uh, one of these topics again can't believe we've never talked about. You've talked about this a but great deal as... in real life, like right. Uh, you've talked my ear off about this about this topic. Yeah, but there's not a topic that uh, that we've done uh, an episode about, and that is lucid dreaming. Lucid. Yeah, dreaming. I I, I kind of pronounce it loose dreaming. Yeah. But it's lucid dream. I've asked you not to eat giant roast beef sandwiches <laughs> while we're. Well, I'm hungry, Tim. I gotta, keep, I gotta keep my energy up during the show. Uh, I I've never seen somebody consume as much roast beef as you do in, in a day. This I is... run on roast. That's what I. That's <laughs> that's what I say. So I got tattooed. <laughs> run on roast. <laughs> run on roast. Uh, everybody at Arby's knows that. Like, hey, here he is, the guy who runs on roast. <sighs> Anyway, um, lucid dreaming, Tim. Do you know what lucid dreaming is? <laughs> Despite you just saying that I've told you that I talked your ear off, um, that, that, that's no proof that you've ever listened. That is true. Um, I, I actually do tune you out a lot. And also, you seem to, like, we've had these conversations years ago, mm-hmm. and I feel like they always happen when it was, like, three in the morning and we're both drunk, and you're like, yeah. hey, you're okay, trying man. lucid Dreaming and hey, change man. your life. Yeah. Well, go to sleep right now. I'll do I'll walk you through it. So <laughs> I'll wa- I'll be in my dream. Yeah. I'll pop over to your dream. Yeah. I'll wait for you. Will we ever have the technology to share dreams? I know this has nothing to do with <laughs> lucid dreaming. Well, if you believe the movie Inception. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then we then we will. See, that's something you would have made fun of me for asking. But then, oh, Chris Nolan does it. Oh, suddenly it's cool. Oh, Chris suddenly. Chris Nolan, Tim Hollywood over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the. If your name was Christopher. Yeah. Would you go by uh, Topher or Kristoff? I, I would go by Kissyfer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, if. Well, the, they didn't explain the technology in Inception. Like, it, it was kind of meant as a, uh, just a... A, a lark, fantastical, a fanciful, yeah. yeah okay. Like, okay, this exists in the world, and believe us, trust us, and sit back and watch the rest of this movie. Right. Um, but to start off, Lucid Dreaming is... Lozenge. What? You said Lucid Dreaming. Lucid Dreaming is lose a dreaming lose a dreaming lose a dreaming is uh knowing you're in a dream that at its basic level and everybody's experienced this 
where they're having a dream. I don't know if everybody has experienced this. I well, think that's a bold right. claim well, to make. Well, all right, babies listening to the, the, to the show might not have. No, no, no. I think it's 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 rarer Most than you think. Most people have experienced this. Right now, everybody's nodding their head. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's right. I've had this happen. Where you're dreaming, and then all of a sudden, you are you go, hey, wait a minute. This is a dream. I'm inside a dream right now. I don't think this happens very naturally. It doesn't happen very often. Some people might only happen a couple of times in their life, but it still happens. Yeah, but it still happens. Now, the practice of lucid dreaming is basically trying to make, trying to control that, trying to make that thing that might happen, might not happen at all for some people, but most people maybe only a handful of times in their life, trying to replicate it uh, reliably so they can say, you know what? I'm always going to know that I'm in my dreams so that I can go hog wild. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I this know is... what you're going to say. No, no, no. It's a thing for perverts. This is what <laughs> creeps me out about people that are too into lucid dreaming. It's like, what do you want to do so bad that you can't <laughs> do in your real life? Yeah. Well, right? like, okay. Besides mm-hmm. flying, mm-hmm. like I've had a lucid dream and I've only had a couple in my life. No, um, sad. Yeah, it is sad. But like when I realized it, I was like, oh, this is a lucid dream. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fly around. Yeah. And I did, and it was great. Besides that- What way did you fly? Did you fly like Peter Pan or like Superman? Um, I think more like Peter Pan. Oh, lame. I don't know. Yeah, I sang a song. I'm flying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> I went and visited uh, uh, these two boys and their sister, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were wearing uh, like uh, footy pajamas. Yeah, yeah. And I taught them how to fly. Yeah, and I stole them and brought them to pirates. Sam, you'd be a good uh, Peter Pan for Halloween. You should do that one year. Why? I don't know. Just looking at you, you'd be a good Peter Pan. What makes me good? Like, I'm lithe? <laughs> yeah, Tim. You look like how they usually have, like, uh, women play Peter Pan in a musical. You, you, can, you can be, like, a, like a, a woman version of a small boy. You have to get rid of the beard, though. <laughs> and you're always getting into trouble with pirates. You're always getting into uh, scrapes. Tim's left the building. Tim, Tim's not coming back. I apologize, Tim. I just, I, I, I just don't understand. Uh, no. I, I'm not offended. It's just I'm a, not offended. A, I, I'm taking this as a compliment. It's a gut feeling. But Tim. the way you're delivering it, you're delivering it like a bully <laughs> would would, would mm-hmm. say to a to a like a like you're like a 15 year old bully. Mm-hmm. And this is locker room talk. And you know I hate locker room talk. talk. Right. Yeah. And I'm pulling on all the locks while, yeah, exactly. while I'm saying this. I'm like, yeah, and your lock's too cheap here. Um, I thought you were going to say because my tiny green hat. <laughs> no. With a feather but you in know it. what? Now that you mention it, uh, yeah, that would fit perfectly. Maybe that's where I got the impression that. Uh, that yeah, you, you forget that fan. I'm wearing the hat because it's so much a part of my identity, right? Yeah, it's just intrinsically linked to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I do, no, I think. Did you fly around in the sky? Because I've had nightmares where, um, like, gravity turns off, and I'm like, oh 
fuck. I'm going to go into space. Oh, no. I don't know. Your, your dream world is a lot more <laughs> like fleshed out than mine. Like trying to grab onto yeah. the ground. No, I was just like, hey, I can fly. But then that thing happened to me, like in gym class, when you climb the rope. You ever uh, climb the rope, and then you realize, oh, no, I'm like really high off the ground. And yeah. you get that like pit in your stomach, and you're uh-huh. like, I think I'll stop here. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. You got, you got scared of flying too high. Yeah. I got that feeling in a dream. Yeah. And, and, I, and I was like, Tim, nothing's going to happen. It's a dream, happen. you dummy. And then uh, I, I don't know if that rumor that if you die in a dream, you <laughs> die in real life is the real thing. How would anybody even know that? Uh, uh, Unless Scientists. people could share dreams, then they might. Or if they... Uh, you, Tom, mm-hmm. are you so naive as to believe that the government has not <laughs> developed a machine that you could hook up to somebody's head and see their dreams they on a television They have something like screen? that. They, they, they have something where they can like get people's memories out. Yeah, they did it with a cat's brain. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you're thinking of something else. Yeah, well, they did something with a cat's brain, and they could see a cat's memory. <laughs> Tim, did one of the boys at the school tell you this? No, I vaguely remember reading an article about this years ago uh, in the Weekly World News. Uh, no, they did an experiment where they like showed people video and then like read their brain and then kind of like reverse engineered and they were like oh we can like uh pirate movies <laughs> so i don't think they can pirate movies that way but they could uh wait like you see a movie and then i download the movie off your brain yeah but it's like a real bad copy yeah uh, and if it has your stupid thoughts and commentary <laughs> yeah. go through oh this part's pretty good yeah, batman's really got some good uh, fighting moves whoa, uh, he must have trained with rajah ghoul <laughs> He must have. Of course he did, Tim. I know he did. Anyway, um, so uh, some people uh, have experienced lucid dreaming on their own, but then there's there are people who are like, you know what? I got a taste, or maybe I even I haven't even had a taste yet, but I want to be able to do this all the time. And besides creep things. What else? Name one thing besides flying that you want to do in a lucid dream that you can't do on Earth. Well, some people use it, Tim. Uh, top athletes, for example. No, 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 no. Why do you want to do it? Why do you, Tom Reynolds, want to do it? Uh, mostly just for flying, to be honest. No, 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 what? you creepo. <laughs> what? You want to, like, uh, take upskirt pictures and stuff. <laughs> take upskirt pictures. <laughs> Without fear of... Uh, any kind of uh, retribution? Yeah. Uh, no, I've only... Well, I'll get well, into. You group people in a crowded place. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I want to be like one of those creepos at Woodstock '99. What? <laughs> I, uh, I'm so bummed I missed Woodstock '99, <laughs> setting fires and assaulting people. Yeah, if only. Uh, yeah, no, maybe I can just relive Woodstock '99 in my dream. Yeah, and uh. You know, I'll go to I'll go to sleep with red hot chili peppers playing every night. Yeah, and and biz, limp biz, <laughs> limp biz. I call him. Um, that's what you do. You no. go, you 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 lucid dreams. So no, you I do a lot of the things that top athletes do, Tim, which is uh, train inside my dreams. What the hell are you talking? You about? can train in your dreams, and it helps you in real life. Yeah, but you would never do that. You don't train in real life, Tom. Yeah, but I would train in a dream. It'd be easier. You're in a dream. No sweat, literally. 
You've woken up from dreams in a cold sweat. I wake up uh, in a cold sweat every night, multiple times a night. Um, No, you can like train for stuff. People do use it for like uh, to get over like psychological issues. If they're like, oh, I I need to confront like uh, even something like a fear of heights. Like I need to confront my fear of heights. So I'll do that in a dream or I need to confront that in the real world. You coward. Because you could fall off and then you'd be like, oh, I was right. On your way down. But yeah. it wouldn't happen in a dream unless you die in the dream. Then you die in real life. Yeah. Oh, so we do know this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret uh, government. Uh, recently declassified government uh, secrets. I mean, at the very least, that would uh, definitely be the case in uh, lucid dreaming. What? Dying? In- yeah, because you know it's a dream and you know you die. If you know it's a dream, mm-hmm. well, you're not going to conquer any fears. No, you can because it's super realistic, and then you bring that into your everyday life, and you go, oh, this is no big deal. I'm blurring the lines between fiction and reality, so everything's fine. This is this is bunk, man. It's, you just want to do gross things. <laughs> um, but, so there are some problems with lucid dreaming. The, the big that only one, creeps and criminals really want to do it? No. One of the problems... Criminals. <laughs> one of the problems... If a criminal, Tim, if anything, it'll keep criminals off the street. Yeah, no, yeah. If they could just commit their crimes. Satiate their gross desires. Yeah. Well, what if you just want to, what if you want to have like a really delicious meal? Then get a delicious meal. What if it's too expensive? What if the meal you want is out of reach? What if you want? Like what? What Foie gras. What's that? Uh, It's uh, the liver. No, no, no. I know. Just pronounce it again. Foie gras. Foie gras. Dilettante. <laughs> Dilettante. Um, what were we talking about? I don't know. You were trying to think of things that weren't uh, gross that people want to do in lucid yeah. dreams. Eat. So they want to eat good <laughs> meals and train for athletic events? Yeah. That's what you're saying? I mean, those are the first two things that no. pop into my mind no. when I think about what would I do if there were no consequences. Um, but it's very tough, Tim. To stay in a dream once you know it's a dream. That's the trick. That's where they get you. Because as soon as you know it's a dream, pretty much your your brain's like, oh, well, let's get out of here then. He's on to us. Yeah, rightfully so. He's like, oh, no, he's going to try to do some gross things. <laughs> but you can, you can prevent, you can keep yourself in the dream. There's a few tricks. You want to know some of the tricks? I know one of them. What is it? Something gross? Nope. Turn yourself around. Turn yourself around. Yeah. Spin. Yeah. 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 Not just turn yourself around once. You got to keep spinning. Spin, spin, spin. You know what? That's that's where I went wrong in my flying dream. I stopped spinning mm-hmm. because like, what kind of world is it where you have to spin nonstop to, to stay? Like, it's well, like, it's not do it worth it. But you spin and all of a sudden everything goes like, everything kind of comes back into focus. And then you can go, ah, okay. How many dream. lucid dreams have you had? Uh, probably like two dozen more <laughs> dozens for a little while. I was really into this. I, yeah. What well, were you we'll doing? Get no, into... no, no, hold on. <laughs> what were you doing in these dreams? Tom? Well, Tim, you're going to have to invent the technology to. It's been invented, but you won't dr- let the government do this to, to you. To see my dreams for you to know. Uh, Nothing interesting. I'll tell you what. 
here's what uh, most of God. It's hot in here. Most of my <laughs> uh, it's getting real hot in here. Uh, for those of you listening at home, I'm shining a very large spotlight on Tom right yeah, now. Yeah, keeping that uh, glass of ice cold water just out of reach. Uh. All right, Tim. I know you're sitting there. You're probably thinking, all this lucid dreaming, this sounds great. This sounds like uh, I'm in. I'm on board. Yeah. But you'd be uh, foolish to feel that way because there can be some some pitfalls that you need to watch out for. Can't, if, well, besides dying in a dream. Besides dying, dying in, in a dream, life. yeah. Uh, number one. Number one on the pitfall hit list. Let's hear a drum roll, Anton Fig. Uh, night terrors. Why? Because you can get night terrors. But if you know you're in a dream, doesn't you know, matter. Th- shouldn't that lessen everything? Shouldn't it, it be should like, lessen? Oh. It, yeah, it should dull the real world for you. But uh, you can still get night terrors because here's here's why lucid dreaming works. Or why dreaming works, and what oh, this is not going to be a correct <laughs> explanation. <laughs> no, and Tom, I know you think this is, is correct. So. No, because when you dream, I'll, I'll humor you. When you dream, and this is what like night terrors are. When you dream, your body knows, like, all right, we're dreaming. This dope's going to be flailing around like an idiot. Shut down the body. Shut it. Shut it all right, off. Right, right. Pull the big switch. But then the problem is, if you wake up. And uh, the the little man who's who throws that switch, he's asleep at the switch All himself. Right, this is exactly how I thought you understood it. <laughs> yeah, and this is how science understands it. Um, then you're awake, but you can't move because your body still thinks you're dreaming, and it's like, hey, don't let this dope move. He'll throw himself uh, off the bed. Right. So you gotta look out for night terrors. Wait, that's night terror? No, that's sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis and night terrors. They that uh, sleep paralysis is a form of a night terror. Oh, really? Yeah. I never knew what night terrors. Well, I don't think that's kinda, what night terrors. No, they are because you can also have sleep paralysis, but then night terror is like you think something's in the room with you watching you. Right. And you can't that, move to go see. It's my understanding that that's not what night terrors. Is. You think it's really aliens? No, I think it's just like uh, like really scary dreams. <laughs> Um, yeah. Because I've had sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever, like, it happened a lot, like, in my high school days, like, on the weekends, when I would sleep real late. Yeah, you were just looking for an excuse. About, like, the the fourth or fifth time I'd wake up uh, after going back to sleep, because it's like, it's Saturday, shut up, Mom and Dad. Uh-huh. I don't have to do anything. No rules. I, I can't. I hate choice. you for making me do things, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh... And then, like, I'd wake up at, like, you know, 12.30 yeah. in the afternoon. Wow. And I'd be like, I can't move. I can't move. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to wake up. Mom and Dad, I'm waking up at 12.30 because it's grunge. Yeah, it's grunge. Get me my... Stop washing my flannels. They're it's grunge. To be Get over crusty. it. Yeah, I got long hair, and I hang out in coffee shops with Janine Garofalo and <laughs> Ben Stiller. And I'm, it's me, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> I saw Janine Garofalo the other night. She's very funny. Yeah, she's very uh, little. Yeah. She's right? A, yeah, she's very small. She's tiny. Mm-hmm. She's a tiny lady. Tiny dynamo. 
she really speaks my language. She just complains about things on stage <laughs> now. She doesn't have any bits, right? No, no. She, yeah, she didn't really have any jokes. Uh, I saw Ginny Garofalo recently, mm-hmm. and her her set was like uh, this kind of joke repeated like five times. It mm-hmm. was like very short. She's like, this this asshole who lives down the, down the hall from me puts his boxes in the in the trash room. You don't even break them down. It's like, hey, asshole, break down your fucking boxes. Who's going to, you're going to, oh, somebody else has to break down your boxes for you? That's what it is? Oh, 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 okay. You're too good to break down your boxes. Okay. Yeah, just leave them there. Someone will take care of it. And there's five more jokes exactly like that. And she's like, all right, good night, guys. Let me ask you about breaking down boxes since you brought up. What if you fill the boxes with other boxes? Well, then there's just one box. Yeah, so that's okay. Because eh, sometimes, uh, as a guy who was your roommate for yeah. a couple of years, mm-hmm. you are the worst about breaking down boxes. You won't do it. You don't even rinse out uh, cans. Well, I I don't have time to break down boxes, Tim. I'm too busy breaking down barriers between people. In your dreams? In my dreams, sometimes. Sometimes yeah, I practice in my dreams. Breaking down barriers that the law <laughs> in, the, in the real world prevents. Yeah. From being broken. No. Tim, I always abide by the law in my dreams. No, you don't. Yeah. Except sometimes I need to take justice into my own hands in now, my dreams. Now, do you fight like bad guys? Do you come up with scenarios in your dreams? Well, here's a problem with lucid dreaming. Uh, the more complicated everything is, the more the more difficult it is to do it. So if you want to just be like a, like a hippie dreamer, you just want to go with the flow, man, and then be like, hey, I'm in a dream, and like I'm just going to be real chill with whatever the situation is Groovy, here. Groovy, man. Yeah. Right? That's easier than being like, all right, I'm going to be real type A. I'm going to be like, you know what? This is what I want to have a dream about. This is what I'm going to be like. This is what the other people are going to be I'm like. I'm going to Minecraft the... Uh, the environment around me yeah then it becomes very difficult because your brain is uh, it becomes difficult to trick your brain because your brain's going oh we're doing all this this ain't real right you're doing too much work and then you're you're kind of uh, doing too much computing here you're ruining the illusion for yourself and that's and that's a tricky thing tim you're you're walking a tightrope the whole time because i can you can just sit and imagine anything you ever walk a tightrope in a lucid dream no be be pretty good. I'd like to try walking a tightrope in real life, though. Uh, not me. <laughs> I mean, not across like uh, two buildings or anything like that. You know, it started out small. Two. At least for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> once you get that. <laughs> yeah. Once I get the hang of it, sure, I'll go between two buildings. Uh, but you know, you can just sit and imagine anything you'd like. But that's not gonna. You're not gonna confuse yourself into thinking that that's real, right? I guess. I don't yeah. know. So it's the same thing in a dream. I get worked up about things <laughs> that I think about a lot. It, it's the same thing in a I dream. I don't know. I think about things actually a lot and convince myself they're going to happen. Well, not that they're right going to happen. Right now, no. I'm convinced <sighs> that my apartment's on fire. No, but you got I'm saying, like, convince yourself with your imagination that something's happening around you. Like, no matter how hard you sit there, Tim, you can't imagine that we're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean right now and believe it. That's true. But it's the same thing in dreams. Pacific, I'll give you. (laughs) It's the same thing in dreams that if you try to create too much around it, then your brain's like, all right, now we're just playing make-believe here. Right. So you got to walk that line. And then it becomes very difficult because then you start to wake up. Or 
you forget that you're in a dream and all of a sudden, you know, let's say I want to have a dream where I'm fighting crime and uh, I'm like, all right, all right, I'm going to be in an alley and all these street toughs are going to come down the alley. But now I'm controlling too much of the dream. And I'm like, oh, I got to back off. Then I forget it's a dream and then I just get the shit kicked out of me by a bunch of street toughs. Oh, wow. You know, how's that for a kick in the in the alley? In the everywhere, yeah. yeah. Um, what are the other pitfalls of lucid dreaming? So I keep interrupting you because you're you have such a weird lifestyle. <laughs> Look, uh, first off, I don't I don't really do this. Tom, you've had dozens. Uh, I remember a time where you like bought books about it. You yeah. read up a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, sorry, I'm well read, Tim. You're not well read. You just read about this one thing. Yeah, sorry. I'm that wo- and all those pickup artist books. <laughs> I did not read any of those. I did read that one. <laughs> I read that that first one just because it was fascinating. I'm still. Did I tell you that I was at a place with uh with pickup artists? I think uh, somewhat recently. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, this. that was. Uh, Do you want to tell? No, I mean there really wasn't anything to it except that I got to like act like a tough guy, kind of. A guy was in like a Williamsburg bar in like his. No, like, it was uh, New York City, Tim. It was Manhattan, big town. Oh. In like uh, his <laughs> Big junior Apple. prom, uh, yeah, like a, suit. Yeah, uh, it, it was a, a pickup artist field trip. I'm pretty sure it was at Barcade, which is a bar arcade, and of course, and like, you were there, Tom, and That's I weird, was there. Yeah. yeah, and a bunch of pickup artists, a bunch of pickup artists in training, and uh, yeah, this guy. I, w- I was there with uh, with two women, and uh, this guy did did not get any. Any, not hints. even cl- hints, did not take, oh, no, thank you. Like, we're not interested uh, from these women. Let's see, like, now now I will neg them. Yeah, well, that's because you're ugly. Well, he you're did. You're too ugly. He did say, like, oh, well, uh, I can see this one's awfully aggressive. The, uh, women love being referred to as this one. Yeah. Well, and he was, like, talking to me, like, oh, this guy knows. Yeah. And then that's when I stood up and I said, well, you're being really an asshole. Ooh. And the whole place went, ooh. And then, and then you had somebody to spin around to and keep then the somebody, dream going. Somebody died in Pac Man and went, <laughs> right at that moment, right when it was real quiet. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It's poetic. Yeah. That's what that sounded like. Uh, so, what are the other pitfalls? Uh, the other pitfalls, this is a big one that I run into all the time. Not all the time. I don't really do this. <laughs> Is uh, no, even if I'm sure to dream, I'm not really sure because I can just imagine going to jail forever. Not that I do bad things in my dreams. <laughs> well, what, what are you doing in these dreams? Name three things you've done in well, a Well, one time dreams. I stabbed a guy a bunch of times. Who, me? It was me. No, it was it? just like a guy. And it was, it was maybe I shouldn't say these things. It was literally just because I knew it was a lucid dream. And like somebody was talking to me, I'm like, "This isn't real." And I was like, uh, "Manifested knife," and just like, "This is why stabbed him." You know what? This is you like playing Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> and this is just like, oh, come on, mom, a virtual just a reality Grand Theft Auto. Oh man, when they come up with that, come out with that sick nonsense for the <laughs> VR. Sick nonsense. <laughs> what? Where it's like you just sound like such a grandpa, man. Hey, it's cool. Just go and just go and lucid dream and stab somebody. I just did it just to prove I could do it. Cool, Tom. <laughs> uh, but that was like the last time. I I swear, I swear, I'll never do it again. No, but that was like the only time that I did that I really did do anything illegal. 
because immediately after that, I just thought, even though I'm 100 percent sure there's a dream. What if that was what if this wasn't a dream? Right. And I didn't even it wasn't even like, oh, yeah, I, I stabbed that guy because I really wanted to and I really hated him. No, I just did it to do it just as a goof. Like in The Stranger. Uh, yeah, just like in The Stranger. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to fall into that, uh, anymore. So that, that always happened in my dreams where I was like, I can fly. And I would like fly around the room. I'd be like, time to take this outside. What if it's not real though? (laughs) Or what if there's just something, what if this isn't a dream? There's just something special about this room I can fly. Well, that's weird dream logic. Then you should recognize that as weird dream logic. Have you ever been in a real life room where it's just been like, (laughs) oh no, you can fly in here, but don't try to take it outside. Um... No, t- you're go- you're trying to tell me well, that you were in a room where you could fly. <laughs> this is not. No, I'm not talking about an airplane. No, no, no. But I'm thinking about like what about um uh the gravitron at like a carnival where you stick to the walls. Yeah, but you're not flying around. Yeah, but I'm not sticking to the walls usually and climbing up the walls. I can't climb up the walls in real life. I could climb up the walls of a gravitron, no problem. That's true. Would you? Well, some problem once it gets going too fast. How much money would you need to be paid to go into a gravitron <laughs> right now? I um, think I would, I would <laughs> die almost immediately. I'd just be screaming, "Turn it off! Turn it off! I can't breathe!" Uh, so for people that don't know what Gravitron is, it's it's that ride at a carnival that just spins so fast that you're stuck to it the walls. It looks like a spaceship. Yeah, it looks like a UFO, a flying the, saucer. The wall and it spins around. Yeah. Um, I would not, you wouldn't, yeah, I would be very reluctant, to say the least, to go on one of those open air Gravitrons. The closed ones, I kind of have no problem with. Because once they get going fast enough, you don't really know that you're spinning. Yeah, I don't know. Remember when we, you'd like be able to like make yourself go upside down yeah. and stuff oh, like yeah. you climb along the yeah. walls and stuff they you had a very short window yeah where where the gravity was uh strong enough to keep you up but not so strong that you couldn't move i feel like i'm at the age where i think we should open a uh an amusement park for people like age like 30 and up uh, with, with, with what like uh with like safe words <laughs> where it's like <laughs> you can like stop a ride at any time and ruin it for everybody else that's on the ride and eh, i think they'll all be happy to have it stopped too <laughs> well i don't tim it's always a bad idea to open a business for people who that don't really want to do yeah but you kind of want to do it but like <laughs> you want to prove that you said that that these old bones still got it in them yeah, but then go to a real amusement park. You're not going to go to... Yeah, and die on a Gravitron? No, thank you. You're not going to die on a Gravitron. I could take maybe 30 seconds of a Gravitron. After that, my organs will at, start no, failing. At worst, you'd pass out, and you probably wouldn't even pass out. You'd be fine. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you started to throw up, and then you couldn't, and it'd just get stuck and choke you yeah, to death. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how Jimi Hendrix died. <laughs> a Gravitron? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Huh. Um... So yeah, you gotta be real careful in lucid dreams that uh, you're not blurring reality and uh, fiction, and right. uh, you know, trying to fly out the window. Yeah. If I, I ever do something terrible, mm-hmm. well, blame I it on a lucid dream. I shouldn't say this publicly, but I will definitely be using the lucid dream defense. Yeah. Well, they're gonna be playing this back in a court one day. <laughs> right now, they're playing it back 
Hey. And I'm, and I'm look and I'm looking at you going, Ooh, sorry. No, you're the victim. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like I'm, And he I'm, warned his victim. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sitting in the courtroom with like a neck brace and a, <laughs> my arm in a sling. And days before the attack, Tim <laughs> <laughs> The brazen uh, uh defendant. Um Oh, yeah, that was the last thing that uh I want to talk about on this topic is just that um I do have a lucid dreaming mask that I've never been able to get to work I properly. When you ordered that. Well, it was like a Kickstarter a long, long time ago. Like when Kickstarter first started. When when they had to kickstart Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh got very meta those days. I got a uh a, a lucid dreaming mask that, you know, like uh, a lot of Kickstarter projects took like a year longer than they uh said it would to get there. And the idea of this, because there are high end versions of these. They're like, you know, $600 or whatever that basically can detect the REM movement, rapid eye movement. Mm-hmm. So just RE movement in that case. They can detect REM when sleep. When you're in REM sleep, yeah. Yeah, which is when you're dreaming. And they detect REM and they go, hey, this this knucklehead's dreaming. Uh, send him a signal. And usually that signal is like a sound or like some flashing lights, like a pattern of lights. This... Uh, to make it cheaper, does not detect REM. You just kind of set uh, like an alarm. So you're okay. like, you know what? In an hour, do this. I'll probably be in REM sleep. And if I'm well, not, REM sleep, once you get it, mm-hmm. you it, got it. No, it's about 90 minutes after you fall asleep. Yeah, something like that. And then goes in cycles of mm-hmm. like 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Which is weird. I wish we were just, there was just one type of sleep. What do you mean? I don't like that there's all these cycles that are going on. Well, while you I'm care. Because I, I don't like things happening when I'm not aware of it. Well, I mean, you're kind of aware of it. No, you're you're literally unconscious. Yeah, well, when you're dreaming, though, you're like, oh, here we are, another REM cycle. I don't dream much. Well, then you do, you just don't remember it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean... Thanks, Dr. Science. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, it was the way it was your it was your body language while you told me. <laughs> like justify it any way you want, Tim. But I worked very hard to get that doctorate, and I'll not have you uh, besmirch my uh, reputation on this show. All right. You don't. So I would think lucid dreaming be right up your alley if you don't like things happening without you knowing. I'd I'd like to. You know what? I tried lucid dreaming for a while. Oh, what a creep. What a perv. Well, it happened once or twice, and I was just like, cool, lucid dream. Mm, I guess I'll fly. And then I was like, this is cool. All right. Well, it's a little bit, too, the paradox of choice when when you're like, I can do anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, What should I do? And people like you are like, I'll stab someone to death. (laughs) Just that one time. I'll go to Woodstock 99 and grope (laughs) all the people. Look, Tim, I don't like you repeating this very specific thing you made up because it's specific enough that it sounds like, oh, people are are talking right now. I wonder how I would have learned that you. They're uh, like, yeah, Tom probably told him that off air. Yeah. I wonder. And Tim just keeps alluding to it. Tom, mm-hmm. uh, if any of uh, our listeners out there are creeps, mm-hmm. uh, here's how they can lucid dream. Number one, every morning you wake up, keep yourself a, a dream journal. Yeah. Write down every detail you can remember. Dear every dream last diary. lustful detail. Yeah. Um, 
that why is that so like you just like it's training yourself to become more aware of your dreams if you think about your dreams in waking life then you're going to think more about them in dreaming life right okay well then this is another weird thing to Mm -hmm. do throughout the day just ask yourself am am i dreaming dreaming? yeah ask it out loud am i dreaming Mm -hmm. just like uh you're boss your co-workers <laughs> yeah well and you get into a habit of it and then you're gonna that habit's gonna fall through into your dreams and then you're gonna go am i dreaming oh i am sooner or later it's gonna be the case yeah okay uh as you're falling asleep yeah keep repeating to yourself i will be aware that i'm dreaming yeah i will be aware that i'm dreaming i don't like this this aspect of you it don't have to bit. repeat it out loud yeah but still but it does help. Yeah, okay. Uh, the other thing is uh, try to wake yourself up during REM sleep, then go back to sleep. Right, because then you'll still like be in the REM cycle. Yeah. You'll go right into it. Right. And then uh, lots of vitamin B, which I don't believe that. I don't think vitamins do anything. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> any vitamin has ever done anything. Well, I think I it's mean, all a scam. V- vitamins do do things. Yeah, that's, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Prove it. I'd ask, I'd say to you, prove it, Tom. Well, I'm not even saying like pill vitamins. I'm saying vitamins that occur naturally in yeah, things. Yeah, and you... I'm I'm saying that's not the case. Because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you can't see them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't prove it. Yeah. You can't prove it. It's true. How the hell are we supposed to know this? Yeah, what are we supposed to do? Is trust scientists. The other thing is like, if you're sleeping in a bed with someone else, mm-hmm. lucid dream is a Ooh, little la, la. weird, right? Like you'd be like, oh, I'm just gonna, uh, oh, uh, I'm gonna lucid dream now. Uh, Good like, night. I'm gonna wake I'm myself up. I'm aware this up. is a dream. I'm aware <laughs> this is a dream. Well, yeah, and you better hope that that sleep paralysis kicks in. Yeah. Or else, otherwise, you'll be, be groping people at Woodstock '99 <laughs> in your yeah. in your head, and uh, really, it's uh, the, the person next to you in bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Bert to your Ernie, <laughs> uh, and lay alone if you if you're gonna stab him. Yeah, well, again, mm. might be the perfect crime. <laughs> uh, no, that and that's another like. Uh, anytime I've had a lucid dream, I've never been able to remember like where I fell asleep. So I'm always thinking like, what if I'm like asleep on an airplane right now, <laughs> and what I'm saying out loud is. Uh, uh, I'm actually saying like, oh yeah, Einstein, prove it. And well, everybody that's, that's plane, probably the most benign. Everybody <laughs> in the plane's like, what's this guy talking about? He'd be like, man, yeah, I did it all for the nookie. And <laughs> this person doesn't know what's coming. Yeah. Group. <laughs> yeah, let's set this hot dog stand on fire. Yeah. Screw authority. Yeah. I'm covered in mud. More assaults. In the crowd. <laughs> yeah. That tear everything down. Woodstock 99. Woo! White man on top, baby! Yeah. Imagine if you're on a plane and you just start hearing somebody in their sleep start screaming those things. They have an emergency landing. Uh, no, that's not the scariest. Like, that's like we the thought most there was, We thought there was a Woodstock 99 happening on the plane. A Woodstock 99 can be so easily uh, avoided. Or like uh, <laughs> quelled. Uh-huh. Right? Like, those were just, like, boys from high school. <laughs> well, uh, how would it be quelled, you're saying? You're just like, oh, I'm going to call your parents. Like, well, they'd have to know who their parents were, Tim. These, some of these boys didn't even have shirts on. That's true. It'd be <laughs> nearly impossible to tell who they were. 
Well, that one covered in mud. Not 99, man. It was 94. Oh, I always get that. Woodstock up. 94 the was original, just three days of peace, love, and music, man. The original the first Woodstock, Woodstock yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to solve a problem? Yeah, let's solve a problem. Hey there, partners, and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. My name is Tim. And I'm Tom. What was that? That was... uh, Was you clearing your throat? No, no, you said partners. I was being a cowboy with Uh, six shooters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a a cool uh, motif. I'm going to dream about it later. Um... Uh, every week we solve a problem. This doesn't happen every week. We'll solve a problem from a listener. If you want your problem solved, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail dot com. <laughs> uh, Tom. Yeah. This week is uh, a question that is near and dear to my heart. Okay. It comes from a fella, I assume, named uh, Rodrigo. Okay. That's uh, typically a feller's name. Yeah. Hey, Tim and Tom, but mainly Tim. Tom is cool, too, though. Thank you. Since around high school, I've been quite into Jeopardy, like Tim, like me. Mm -hmm. And I DVR the show every night and watch it while having dinner. For the last three years, I've been doing the online test, which, due to its quickness, can be quite challenging. That's to, to get on the show for real. Right. After years of playing Quiz Bowl and trying to get better at trivia, I finally got an invitation to an audition in Boston. Part of the audition it will be a 50-question test and mock game in which you also have to have a Jeopardy-style interview mm. with a quirky story. I want to come across as cool and interesting instead of talking about the lame things pe- some people talk about. Here is what here's where you guys come in. I have a few stories which you guys can help me choose. And he lists five. Okay. Now before we go into this, mm-hmm. uh, for people not familiar with Jeopardy, it's a quiz show, blah blah blah. After round one, single Jeopardy, right before uh, or in the middle of single Jeopardy. Yeah. After the first commercial, right? Right. Uh, they come back, Alex Trebek, uh, interviews. The contestants. Contestant. And Alex Trebek has been doing this for 30 years. He goes, uh, it says here that you're a teacher. Yeah, but... What's that like? No, but sometimes... They're leading questions. Yeah, because here's what you do. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even sure Rodrigo is aware of this. (laughs) Sound like such a... uh, I'm not even sure he knows about this. Says the guy who has failed the online test uh, 16 years in a row. Um, You submit, I think, three... Mm-hmm. Like you work anecdotes. with your anecdotes, yeah. And then Alex, while he's walking over oh, to he, you, yeah, he chooses the one on the fly. But he is such a terrible conversationalist mm-hmm. that, like, he always he picks the worst one, and then like always has a weird angle to yeah. it. So, um, we'll read through these, but okay. I think we can engineer a better one out of these. <laughs> okay, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh. When I used to play basketball in high school, I was the shortest player on the team, but was a tough player, so my coach gave me the nickname Mighty Mouse. By the end of the season, all my teammates called me that. Okay. Now, if Rodrigo told me this at a party. I'd be like, uh... I'd, like, oh, I'd pull the fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Or it might, if, if it wasn't a place where you could pull a fire alarm, I'd start a fire. <laughs> so the smoke alarm would go. Number two. 
When I was eight years old and traveling as an unaccompanied minor in Miami, an airline worker lost my passport. And then what? An airline. Well, they don't. They only have about twenty-five seconds. Yeah, but I'm doing all right. All right. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I, Tom, I'm with you. Okay. Number three. I would like to use my winnings. Well, that's a lot of. Uh, hey, come on. To go to Machu Picchu with my girlfriend. I'm originally from Peru. Okay. Now this is a boring story. <laughs> However, I mean it's cool that you're from Peru. Like that's that's. Mm-hmm. It. However, this is something that uh, that Alex Trebek he's gonna latch on will it. latch onto it because he will have some stupid obvious fact about Machu Picchu. Yeah. That he will then make the story about him yeah. and about how he went somewhere. And, like, you won't get a word in Edgewatch, which will be good for you if you make it on the show. Like, you won't have to, like, worry about being witty or something. You just have to go, ha, 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 yeah, yeah, no, I'm from Peru, yes. I'm thinking about the next category there. Number four. I go to the same university that Alex Trebek went to, the University of Ottawa, and have been at the Alex Trebek Alumni Hall. Okay. This is a good story Mm -hmm. because it plays... (laughs) His vanity. His vanity. Here's what you got to do. Spice it up a little. Uh-huh. What happened to you? At, like, what, what, can we, what can this guy say that would be good for uh, none of your lucid dream <laughs> ideas? I stabbed a man. It'd be good for, uh, I, I groped someone at the, at the, hall, at the <laughs> alumni hall name for you, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, I groped him good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there, so... Uh, what what could you say that you did like uh well it's a hall so it's, it's an like alumni a, hall oh so okay um because like he'll be like oh oh he loves talking about Canada yeah you know what everybody talks about like oh, vegans they'll let you know if there's a if they're a vegan blah mm-hmm. blah blah nobody talks about <laughs> you know whether someone's Canadian or not within four milliseconds of me and oh I'm from I'm from Canada. Yeah, I'm from Canada. I love Canadians. Canadians better than Americans in oh, every way. Well, I would never say that, Tim. Canucks love them. Can't get enough. What's of them. the next? Uh... Well, what could we say? What could he say happened to him at the alumni hall? Um, or he? Uh, I don't know. He should. <laughs> you should claim that he, like uh, he put out a fire there or something. He yeah. saved the hall. Yeah, he saved the hall. Yeah. Oh. Uh, number five. Uh, I once lost a trivia competition in high school on a question about Top Chef. See, you don't want something like that to come up when maybe they're doing those interviews and you're already like negative $50,000. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, you're bad We've never had somebody lose so much money. Yeah. So, look, don't project weakness in the interview. You don't want to do that. Like, that's not self-deprecating. If Ken Jennings... On his seventy third episode, right, or wants if he's to be back like, for the round of champions, yeah, or whatever. Oh, I lost a trivia cop. Yeah. People are like, oh man, this really smart guy. Yeah. People don't know Rodrigo from from Adam, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, don't don't be like, hey, uh, here's a funny thing about me: I'm not good at trivia. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm not good at it. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Most people aren't. What's the next one? That's it. That's five. Oh, that's the five. I think you go uh, if you had to put three. Mm-hmm. You go number one, uh, Alex Trebek Hall, Alumni Hall. I would try and... But you saved a lady. 
I would I would try and claim somebody was trying to pull like a, a Guy Fox esque uh, uh, plan <laughs> to destroy. Oh, yeah, and you single handedly stopped it. Yeah, and then you have to come up with some reason why it wasn't in the papers. Uh, the papers are all corrupt. <laughs> You know what? You might have if trouble going up, back to the University of Ottawa, though. If he brought up the, if he brought, if he was like, it says here, you uh, saved my alumni hall from a Guy Fox esque uh, plan to blow it up. Huh. Uh, that's interesting. I'm, I never heard about that. Yeah, well, the papers are all corrupt. <laughs> the Ottawa Sun Sentinel is. Uh, it's uh, corrupt. To, it's rotten to the core. Find out the names of the editors of all the <laughs> local papers in Ottawa. <laughs> and just list them off. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm sur- uh, not surprised you haven't heard of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, Machu Picchu, he loves talking about. Like, so mm-hmm. like, oh, the thing. and the blah, 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 blah. He'll uh, pronounce it differently to be like, oh, actually, it's Machu Picchu. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, I guess that, that basketball one. Yeah. I mean, here's. Cause that shows you got gumption. I mean. They like gumption. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, there's never, nobody gets on these shows because they have a great anecdote as proven by the anecdotes you hear on uh, Jeopardy pretty much every day. Yeah. I would argue that that's more Alex's fault. Well, I'm. <gasps> no! This is the perfectly engineered. You okay. proposed to your wife uh-huh. at Alex Trebek Alumni Hall. I was gonna say that because, yeah. like, that's a, everybody's got their boring proposal story. Oh, uh, I, I proposed to my wife in France. Cool, no. awesome. Thanks. That, Get back to the game, please. Right. <laughs> Have Alex Trebek read the clues and provide the the questions, please. Yeah, but you 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 impress him with something like that. Maybe when he goes back to his podium, he'll fiddle with the cables a little bit. What when it's the, when it's the other people's turns to buzz in? That's true. You know, and then all the wires run through his podium. <laughs> yeah, not well, that's where they all plug in, and he'll give you a little wink when yeah. somebody's like, "My damn buzzer's not working." Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh yeah, perfect. I look forward to watching you on Jeopardy, uh, Rodrigo. Hey, good luck, Rodrigo. Yeah. I'm very jealous of you. I mean, I'm not jealous. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> well, I mean, you have nothing to do with it. Uh, you know? Rodrigo's my son. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What a revelation. Yeah, I'm from Peru, Tom. Uh, I, well, I mean, you wouldn't have to be. Just he would have to be. Maybe you had him in Peru. Yeah, right. Like I'd ever step foot in Peru. <laughs> if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at completeguideeverything at gmail.com. You can find out more about this show at tcgt.com. Hey, why don't you follow us on social media, for goodness sake? You can do so. Whoa. Hey, Tom. Facebook.com. A softer sell, please. Facebook.com slash Complete Guide. You can follow me uh, and uh, at Complete Guide on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, com- at Tom Reynolds. <laughs> you can follow me on those things at your pal Tim. I posted a picture of a cat for all you cat lovers. Hey, look at that. Uh, and uh, uh, why not support the show in two ways? The fun way. I'll tell you what the fun way is. Uh, Patreon. Yeah. TCGTE.com slash pledge. You get all sorts of perks, like uh, uh, a free mini episode every week. Well, it's not free. You're pledging to us. Uh, a bonus mini episode. Amazing facts. This week, <laughs> <laughs> what's the topic? Uh, real life Dumbo facts. Yeah, kind of. Uh, no, not kind of. Exactly. Yeah. Um, You'll have to listen to find out more. And uh, that's how you rope them in. Yeah, 
Google Hangouts. You can watch us record an episode. Mm-hmm. You get a box full of stuff, which we're going to send out soon, right, Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then and more, right. and much, much more. That's the fun way. Takes a little bit of your time and energy and money. Uh huh. Is there an easy way, Tom? Tim, there's an easy way, and it's not a either-or proposition. You can do both. TCGT.com slash Amazon. You can do all your regular Amazon shopping through there, and we get a little uh, little bonus, and it doesn't cost you a dime, a red penny. Uh, and, uh, hey, why not leave us a nice review on iTunes if you like the show and tell a friend? Yeah, tell your friends. And check like, out. Look, there's these two idiots that talk no. week after week about really nothing. You probably hate the first three episodes that you listen to. But they're free. And then you fall into a rhythm and you learn to tolerate them, incorporate them into your week. They're free. And uh, how often can you say that about something on the internet? Yeah. Where everything costs money. Yeah. We're not trying to take your money from you. Well, I mean the two ways we describe. Yeah, and also buy tickets to our show in uh, (laughs) Edinburgh and London. TCGTE.com slash tour. It's going to be a blast. A blast from the past. Well, I mean, not from the past. It'll just be a well, blast. Well, I was born in 1982. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was in the past. Yeah, well, people didn't expect there to be two newborns on stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe people thought that they'd be watching a live childbirth. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, in the future, Tom, mm-hmm. when... Uh, like ninety nine percent of the population is infertile. <laughs> is this for your plan? <laughs> no, this is science. It's gonna happen. Uh, people will gather to watch a uh, childbirth in large crowds. <laughs> All right, there's nothing to do with our show. Nothing to do with people buying tickets for our show. <laughs> it's a fact. Just something to think about. Yeah. Well, that's a blast from the future. Wow, yeah, exactly. You get it all from us. A blast from the past and a blast from the future. Uh, and, a, and a healthy dose of, of the present. TCGT.com slash tour. And uh, yeah, until next week. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. what was the best <laughs> lucid dream you ever had? Um, I'd also accept you stop making that noise. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't, uh, ironically, I don't really remember too many of my lucid dreams. They were all very quick. Oh, I quick did have, and sexy. Yeah, I did have yeah, one. It surprised me that they were all quick. <laughs> I did have one where I could do something really cool. I forget what it was. I had I had uh, six extra hands to grope with. All right, we'll see you next week. Uh-huh.